Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Green flags, obviously the obvious ones. Kind, funny, big yeah. willy. <laughs> Beige flags... <laughs> Things like skiing. As in... As in, yeah, he likes skiing. Bit icky, but it's not a complete deal breaker. Wealthy, mummy's boy, not really a fan. Right, the idea for today's episode actually came from one of our lovely patrons, Lisa, who wanted to... What was that? Like an Australian... Lisa? Hi, Lisa. um, (laughs) Who wanted to talk about Lauren's dating life. However, Lauren does not have a dating life to speak of. Um, We've been pushing uh, as gently as we can, but um, also I imagine that that pressure is quite overwhelming. So we are going to give her a little bit of a break. Um, However, (laughs) there is something that we want to talk about on the podcast today, which is getting date ready. So the actual kind of physically getting ready for a date, but just kind of also the getting in the right mentality for dating. Because lots of our lovely listeners, Lauren included, have not been dating for a while and it must be really intimidating. It must be quite scary, isn't it? So are you ready for today's ep, Lauren? Yeah. And have you got lots of lovely advice? I do. And that's the thing. And, you know, we could have made this episode all about my dating life, but it doesn't need to be about me. This is kind of more, you know, no matter how old you are, no matter how long you've been single for, no matter who you date, kind of if you're starting it, whether it's for the first time in nine years because you've been in a relationship or you just haven't downloaded the apps for six months because you needed a bit of a break. This is kind of more just about getting physically and mentally ready for it. So it's everything from like, you know, what to put on your dating profile, how to feel confident to, you know, the everything shower that you're going to do before a date, what to do on your first date, when to have sex with them. And and then also going on the actual date. This is more about kind of Mm. building up your confidence, no matter who you are. So this is it. It's not about me. It's about all you today, which I quite (laughs) like. Thank you very much because the pressure is so real. (laughs) Oh, bless you. So, right, let's get started then with how do you know if you're ready to start dating? And this is a question that will be very pertinent to you. Oh, I used a big word there. And how do you prioritise? it's one of those and you i'm sure you'll say the same law like it's not a one size fits all of knowing when to date because everyone comes at it from such a different circumstance and in opening this conversation up to our listeners we got lots of you sliding to our dms about it and even just some of your stories some people are coming out of like traumatic relationships or situations or have been prioritizing being a single mum for 20 years all sorts of different things and so everyone's coming at it from a different angle so you there's not like a one size fits all when you're ready. Like if you've come out of a heartbreak, it's when you've kind of moved on enough that it doesn't physically hurt every day. For me, that was about five months, I think. But I think when you're quite curious, that's the time. But also, again, it's such yes. a not it's such a not one size fits all because 
Sometimes you need to be pushed into it and it can feel like this really daunting prospect because a lot is said online about what's really negative about dating. And there is stuff about, you know, that's out there that's positive as well, but there's a lot that's negative. So it can feel like this really daunting thing and it doesn't have to be, uh, certainly for your first dates and we'll talk about it. So sometimes you need a little bit of push. That's a really annoying and long way of saying, babe, I don't fucking know. Do it. <laughs> if you want to do it, once, once you've done your first date, you will know whether you're ready to or not, I think. That's a good point. Mm. Also, I feel like it's one of the things that you'll never be fully ready. You just got to do it anyway. Mm. Unless you're like just out of a relationship. Although, you know, rebound sex is great. Like, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it. But there, it, it all depends because it could have been a shit relationship that you were over years and years True. ago and I've been there and you yeah. crack on the next day. But if you've just had your heart shattered, it is not a good idea for you to do that straight away. Everybody needs a period of time to be single, no matter how long you were together or how old you are. Very emphatic about that. Um, so you might not know, but you'll once you've started dating, you'll know whether you are or whether you want to continue dating, put it that way. Fair point. Um, and how do you prioritise it? Like people like you, like you're so busy. I genuinely don't know how you are going to have time to date. <laughs> well, this is it. I kind of don't. And I didn't really date last year because I didn't have time to date because I was you know after the whole mess of the first year at my at my old job and it was awful I didn't have the mental capacity to date because I was just so fucking depressed every day once I changed to my new job it's so busy and you need to kind of I wanted to give that some time and effort also we do this podcast and also I'm trying to create a, a, an online community on Instagram so there's lots going on so there wasn't it just wasn't on the top of my list but I think what was really nice, actually, over New Year, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast yet, um, over New Year I had about a week off of Instagram and podcast and then I was ill. <laughs> so I kind of had a minute to think about my life priorities and I was prioritising the wrong thing. And I was like, the number one thing on my list is I'd love to have a family of my own and I probably need to date men in order to start that. Currently, at some point in time, I won't need a man and that cool beans. But currently, right now, I probably should start. So then you just have to be like, it has to be a priority. You have to make time for it. I don't like the thing of people saying like, oh, it's an extra job because it just sounds, it makes it feel like work and we don't need that. But you do need to prioritize it and be in a space where if you're dating on the apps, you have got enough time in your day to get back to the people that you're matching with and put in time to talk to them and have evenings and or week, some weekends free to actually go on dates and all of that. There's no point doing it. You're just going to have to fit time. It's a bit of shit. <laughs> it's a bit hard, babe. Well, I, like, I do feel like something's going to have to give with with you. Like, I don't know. Because yeah. yeah, dating is, it's like looking for a new job is a full-time job, mm, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like dating is as well. It is. It is. But it's it, it it all comes down to if it's worth it. And the, the point of the whole thing is that it should be fun as well. So again, like saying it's mm. like another job makes it sound like work. It is work, but it should be fun. And if you're chatting to dudes and stuff online, if you're not enjoying the chat, then bye bye. See you later. Like I, you know, I can, I've had some great chats with guys online and it's been really fun and you want to prioritize it. So yeah, it's a difficult one. Always number one thing to prioritize is your mental health. And if you need to come away from it for a little while, that's really important. But, um, you need to work out how much of a priority it is in your life without, impinging on who you are as a person and your and your existing mm. relationships so my thing at the minute is i've got i've got 49 unread whatsapps right it's unacceptable and i'm at the i wanted to start dating in january but i'm like if i can't get back to the my the, my best friends in the whole wide world and my family my i've got my dad and my stepmom in those unread messages if i can't get back to the people in my life that i love the most maybe a couple of weeks time <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> 
Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I would love for you to get another job or like uh, go part time at some point soon because I do worry about you. TBC, yeah. babes, TBC. TBC. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So speaking of dating and romance, let's talk about the film that we saw recently. It is called Anyone But You. And you might have seen it because it's blown up on social media. I've seen it all over TikTok and it feels everyone's talking about it. So we're going to talk about it too. Yes. Thanks to Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. We got to watch the film early, like the VIPs that we are. Um, (laughs) And they're also sponsoring this episode of Go Love Yourself. Okay. So Lauren, tell me what you thought about the film. So I just... Literally from the off, it's giving like early noughties rom-coms, yes. which is one of my favourite <laughs> genres, right? Because it's it's one of these Shakespeare modern retellings. So it's based on kind of very, very loosely, of course, much ado about nothing. So it's it's harking back to the like late 90s, early noughties films that did the same thing. So like 10 Things I Hate About You and other ones. Oh yeah, you're right. And it, yeah. right? And it just, it's, I think, a very quintessential rom-com. And I love a rom-com. So for context, the film is about these two people who meet and then really head it off. And then for one reason or another, which I won't spoil, they kind of end up going their separate ways, but they end up going to a wedding together because they both know people that are the people that get married. Um, And they basically pretend to be a couple, don't they? They do. And they've kind of got to fool everybody and what happens and the ups and downs of that. And it's this really lovely wedding, which by the way, can we all get married in Australia, please? (laughs) We're like how good is that and it's it's really lovely so we want to talk about it because we think go love yourself listeners will like it because it's just it's one of these films that i was i watched it solo obviously but i feel like i could have got the girls around to watch it or watch it with my sis and it's just one of these cute little films that you could rewatch. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's really, really cute. Um, I love the chemistry as well between the two leads. Like, it's like a, I know, right? Steamy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was a proper, like, will they, won't they kind of vibe. I did take English literature, so I should know more about the much ado about nothing synopsis, but I don't. <laughs> uh, don't, don't. I think see I'm going to say it's very loosely based. Okay. But what you will see if you watch it, guys, you'll see these um sh- these quotes from Shakespeare peppered through like the whole film. Like, oh. watch it, but you need to watch it and then it'll be on like billboards and stuff like that so it's it's and it's just it's just really sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is really sweet. And we need to talk about Sydney Sweeney. I know that you're crushing on Glenn Powell, who plays oh, the we need to talk. We need to talk about the cast for a we second, do. please. Such a good cast. It's also yeah. got, um, you know, Dermot Mulroney in it. And he was in uh, The Wedding Date and My Best Friend's Wedding. I love those films as well. It's giving yeah. that. It is giving yeah. those. Except now he's playing the dad. And I'm like, oh, it makes me feel old. <laughs> he's playing the dad. It's so funny. I think he was saying it. It just reminds me you gav my <laughs> damn it stop it no i know what you mean but no um sydney sweeney she was in euphoria amazing actress and like she was really good i think she was really funny because i think she's quite dry yes and and the character 
but even so, like her character was quite, you think it's going to be one thing, but she's actually quite endearing and sweet. And she's got this, you know, we're obviously not telling like storylines and stuff, but her kind of not wanting to be this perfect person. And I've, I really liked that. So I love her, but I just need to have a moment for Glenn Powell, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only really seen him in like action movies. So I've seen him in Top Gun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's playing like the rom-com lead. And I'm like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he fine. He is he fine. fine. And yeah, they just had great <laughs> chemistry, don't you think? Like the through, yeah. throughout, like it's like one of those things where you're like, oh no, but I do, I am invested. I do, I do need them to end up together. Like you're watching it, thinking like, come on. <laughs> I know, I loved it. But no, you're right. I think it's the perfect film for like a proper girls' night. Yeah, I agree. And also the first again, this isn't a spoiler. Can I just talk about the first five minutes? So a little bit is when they meet. Yes, there's no spoilers, and it just when I was watching it and i got these like pangs of like jealousy but also like this is very lovely because it's like you know those dates that you've ever had or when you're in the first bits of a relationship oh, and literally yeah. all you do is like talk and laugh yes yeah it just reminded me of that and it was really cute it was cute and i think as well the thing i liked about it was it wasn't it wasn't like there's a, there's cheese in it there's plenty of cheese and we all love cheese but there were also like moments of unpredictability in it like the, the like the opening and and how they kind of met and then what happens i was like oh i wasn't expecting this and mm. so yeah you are really willing them to yeah i don't want to spoil anything but it's just really good yeah tell you a bit i really actually lol'd at was the bit on the plane oh, so where yeah. he goes over to her no where she goes over to him and something happens and there's a cookie and he just made me laugh. <laughs> but also when she go when he goes over to see her and there's the old man sitting next to her yeah and it's the like the banter like it's one minute they're like all lovey-dovey and kind of mm. like making the connection the next minute they're like absolutely throwing shade at each other and it's, yeah, yeah each other. it's and they're brutal as well aren't they they are brutal yeah it's, it's hilarious I love it. yeah me too <laughs> yeah i also liked as well there's a bit of like the storyline's quite sweet but, but obviously they go on this trip again that's not a spoiler it's in the it's in the um the trailer as so they go on this trip to australia and i just really quite like the bit about it showing what it's like to be on a trip that can be quite difficult so to be on a trip when you're the only single person and there's lots of couples or to be on a trip where you know perhaps you're with your family and there's a lot of pressure from them or you're going through something and i quite liked that bit as well so mm. it's not you know I had that kind of like little element in it as well and as a single gal i'm sure everyone else can relate to this is going on these trips when you are the only single person there at a wedding especially yeah right is really hard and it didn't shy away from it and it was just like yeah this is a bit shit and also your dad and your stepmom and the bride stepdad and everyone's trying to get you together and all this kind of thing and it's a lot so i, I appreciated that very much <laughs> what did you think about the soundtrack as well because that was banging oh <laughs> My we can talk about the soundtrack. <laughs> the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, Unwritten is back in the charts. I know. Is sensation. What it's a tune. It Natasha Benningfield, proper right? 90s vibes. Yeah, it's the nostalgia. 90s, 90s vibes. So it gives, I think for you and me of our generation, as it were, it's giving the hills. Mm. But now it's not because now it's all over TikTok and all the Gen Zs are listening to it. And it's back in the charts and I love it. It is my serenity song, Laura. I love it. <laughs> Oh, that ending though. It was like giving proper Mamma Mia vibes. 
Oh my god, it did. Oh guys, let me know what you think about the ending. I think it was super cute. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're right. Just... It's really lighthearted. It's fun. It's a bit silly. There's some yeah. very steamy sex scenes in it though. Like we need to talk about that shower scene. That's, I'm not even kidding you, Laura. <laughs> I have written down on my notes that shower scene. <laughs> That shower yeah. scene. That is that is what I want, please. <laughs> I, That's what we there, all cool want. beans. Yeah, Claire <laughs> Sydney are about cool beans. But that was quite steamy. Literally, very steamy. Very steamy. I love it. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it again with all the girls around, with like midnight snack vibes. Definitely. Yeah, we need a movie salad for that, don't we? Oh, Laura's talked about movie salads before. This is where you have the popcorn with. Minstrels. Min- yeah, with chocolate and, and like sweeties. Yeah. Haribo strobes. And you shake it all up and it's a thing of beauty. Mm. And how did you also feel about the couple getting married? Because I loved them. Oh yeah, they were really cute as well, weren't they? I like them. They were they had good chemistry as well. Yeah, again, just a really good yeah. cast. Like, yeah. I bet they had a lot of fun making that. 100%. Well, this is it. This is how it's kind of, I think, maybe got a bit more viral because there was lots of photos taken at the time of them filming it um. that was like, oh, what's going down? So it looked great. Also, what I really liked is there is a bit, again, it's in the trailer, no spoilers, guys, um, where they, they kind of are in Sydney Harbour as in they're in the water mm. and I you would assume it was green screen and it's not they actually had to like film in Sydney Harbour and they had to like corner off a bit but there are like actually sharks and stuff around so they were just like yeah we're just hanging out in Sydney Harbour like in the middle of the night filming oh my God. I, it was I did cool. not yeah, know yeah. that that's mental does it make you excited to date again oh my god do you know what it actually did because those first like I said those first few five minutes of remembering the beginnings of relationships and all that really good dates that you go on. The re- this, it, that, that's what it gave me. It gave me remembering how good dating can be, mm. and the and, and oh, when good. dating is good, it's the it is the best, yeah. and that was the best bit of it as well. And then obviously. Maybe at the end, I can either confirm or deny. But yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> we loved it. We think you will too. If you want to watch Anyone But You at home, you can buy the film on digital from today to watch again and again from places like Sky Store, Apple TV or Amazon Prime Video Store. Thank you so much, Anyone But You and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment for sponsoring this episode. So let's say the next step is that you know you're ready to start dating and you've got time in your life to date. Mm-hmm. Who are we looking for, Laura? So just between me and you, who is your ideal man? But also I need to know what your green flags are, what your red flags are and what your beige flags are, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea of a beige flag. I love it. <laughs> Someone who likes ponds. <laughs> <laughs> I can just about cope with it. Um, no, my ideal man, sorry, Matt, is probably Adam Driver. I just fancy him that so much. That came out of left field, guys. I was not expecting it. Do you know what it was? Is I think someone asked this question on one of our live recordings and I was like, I can't think of anyone. I can think of loads of women. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> women are great. I can't think of any men. And then I, I kicked myself on the train on the way home. I was like, Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Okay. He's quirky. He's like intelligent. He's like emotionally intelligent, sensitive, tall, mm-hmm. um, kind of like, uh, stocky but not like I really hate muscly men like okay right I probably shouldn't say that don't cancel me don't come for me this is a personal preference mm-hmm. all right I don't find muscles that attractive oh. luckily for that uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, I just think I, I associate a little bit with like vanity. I think maybe, maybe wrongly, um, but I, it does just doesn't do it for me. Mm. I'll, I'll give me a dad board any day, to be honest with you. Mm. But no, Adam Driver. Okay, gonna marry him at some point. Cool. Buzzing. Green flags. Obviously, the obvious ones. Kind, funny, big yeah. willy. <laughs> beige flags. Beige flags. Like things like skiing. As in, like, do you know what I mean? Like, as in, yeah, he likes skiing. Like, I just so think it's like, that's it's a bit icky, like, but it's not a complete deal breaker. mummy's boy, yeah. not really a fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the red flags, I'm sure we'll probably share anyone who is racist, homophobic, transphobic, like, not anti women, but like, even remotely mm. sexist or whatever. Um, and, I also, yeah, rudeness and arrogance. Mm. I absolutely detest those things. Um, so if you're rude to a wait, waiting staff or anything like that, like immediate red flag, no. It's such an ick, in it? It's yeah. so gross. What about you? Uh, yeah, my red flags are all the same. Uh, but even more of like an unwillingness to learn or change. Because yeah. the thing is, a lot of us grew up with, you know, phrases and words and stuff that are unacceptable. They were unacceptable then, but they were just... That's what we all said. Now we know better and now we do better. So, but if you're not willing to learn or like educate yourself, I've got no time for it. I think you're wrong because Mm. in my head, I'm like, if we have children, what are you going to be teaching my children? I don't, no time for it. No, I'm with you on the rudeness, grumpiness a little bit. I just want to go and have a lot of fun all the time. Someone that matches my energy would be probably a beige flag because I don't know if that person exists. (laughs) I was going to say, do you not think that would be a bit much? Like if I was the married at first sight coach, Mm. um, firstly, I think I'd do a better job than they do. Just saying. (laughs) Um, Oh, she likes trees and he likes trees. Yeah, both really unsuited, but they both like like trees. trees. Let's put them together. (laughs) No, I think I would probably match you with someone who was a little bit more chilled because I feel like mm. then that would be a good balance but not a fun sponge like yeah no I can't no. be dealing with it I can't be dealing with no. yeah not boring or so I appreciate some of my interests are very niche like history not everyone's out there but I you yeah. know my thing would be like listen to me wax lyrical about it for five minutes and then go and buy me treats right that's what I mean. You don't need to be into history because I got peoples for that. But yeah, I have been with someone who is like the life and soul of the party and that's been cool. And also someone that's a bit more boring and that's been fine. I don't know. This is it. I think I could go either way. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, you need someone who's not, not definitely not boring. Yeah, not boring. Would you say that was your beige flag? I guess it's a beige flag because it's not like you're horrendous. It's just like you're a bit boring. But then that's boring. This is it, guys. I've been trying to think about my beige flags for a little while and I need some more time. Could it be like, where's Y fronts instead of boxers or something really, really No, it's going to have to be silly my like that. <laughs> if he whistles... Oh <laughs> my goodness. So I What's hate whistling? whistling. I hate it. Be- Are you serious? I'm being completely fucking serious. If you whistled at me, I will have to slap you in your face, right? And I don't know whether it's a thing of like, when you live alone, you can become very susceptible to noises. And because right. you know that any noise that is being made in your house, not by you, is a stranger ghost that's about to kill you, right? Because like, there's no one else in the house and, it, and, and that's the thing. And so like the sound of people chewing and whistling specifically, if he whistles, oh. I think that's a beige flag because I probably couldn't divorce him for that. I'd think about it. Mm. Mm. I thought about it and I would, but it's probably a beige flag. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, I've never heard that one before. No. Uh, 
but really quick let's have a like a, let's go very serious for a second about the, the red flags and the beige flags because uh, I think this is a thing that some people go into dating and misunderstanding the difference between what is actually deal breakers and what's not like you said before we all have preferences on what we find attractive yeah but if you found your Adam driver who didn't like skiing but he wasn't really tall that's not a reason to not go out with that person. I mean, they're perfect in every other way. Sometimes that isn't what the deal breaker is. Or sometimes yeah, we get 100%. like really narrow minded, yeah. don't we, on, on what the deal breaker yeah, is. So yeah. I, this is it. I think after having a lifetime of short boyfriends, I think I need to go tall. But if they're short again, it's all good. We love a short king. It's all gravy. I think that that must be like, we talk a lot about body image and women and the pressures that we face. I think for men, that must be a really, really hard one. Mm. Like if you are shorter, because women always say don't they tall dark and handsome yeah. is what they're after and I think that must be really really hard so yeah I think you're right we should be challenging ourselves and and like I do think it's important that you do find the person especially at the beginning like sexually attractive 100% yeah, but I think you can, yeah we do need to not be as picky when it comes to appearances because how many fuckboys have you dated Lauren that were like you know beautiful faces and bodies but mm. we're absolute arseholes yeah, like no we do I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't have both but we do need to look past this superficialness a little bit i think when it comes to dating and we i think i worry about like my friends that are dating is the whole swipe thing it's just that it's people treat people as a commodity mm. and they're like oh is there someone better out there yeah there is a lot of that that is the fun time with, and we're going to talk a little bit about apps now but that is a real trickiness with apps and it's certainly more with men than women this kind mm. of there could be someone better that comes along this unlimited selection of people that exist on apps and the availability and the numbers are just huge and girls on apps are so beautiful and so these guys have got all these choices and th i think that's one of the issues with the apps at the minute is that there's this infinite amount of choice how do you make that choice and all of that and it's really really tough we'll talk about the good bits of, of mm. dating apps because and there are lots as well it's just this unlimited array of dudes or women all the time and that is yeah. making dating really hard i think that's why i don't know i would kind of personally veer away from something like is it tinder isn't it where you swipe yeah yeah loads of my friends are on hinge or bumble and they say yeah. they're all right they're the best ones yeah so let's talk apps so okay. i would say across the board now in 2024 you want to be using bumble or hinge this is in the uk i know other ones exist and that's because you can kind of give a bit more personality to your profiles and it's just tinder's got that reputation now and it's not moving so that's where to put your attention and you don't want to really do more than two you are i think you actually really want to do one so you can focus your attention okay. on one yeah would be my advice because it is a lot and if you just got again unlimited swipes coming from everywhere and you see the same guys on the same app and it's all just a lot i would focus your attention on one and my advice would be hinge but if you want to do two, I would go for Bumble as well. And would you say that's for all age groups? Because I'm Ooh, conscious that lots know. of our listeners will be kind of 40 plus, 50 plus, 60 plus, maybe older and will maybe be wondering. Yeah, I, do you know what? I have no idea. We're, I, you guys tell us. If you're single and you're older than 40, please let us know. I would say so because I hope so. I think Poff, plenty of fish is still about. I would that's where I met Matt. I know but now I would please avoid. stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it changed I think, yes it, it did I was using that in like 2016 and it was 
ropey then i've had a couple of friends that have met on a site and this is not a plug by the way or or anything but and it might be rubbish because this was a little while ago on like mums meet dads or like ones for parents i haven't even heard of that especially for like single parents because i know that for a lot of people they can be thinking oh i want to date but i've got three kids or whatever and you know someone's going to be put off by that Mm. so yeah mums meet meet dads is another good one and i've also had a couple of friends that have met people on like specialist hobby ones and oh, we need to find you a history one. You kn- I knew that that's what you're thinking as soon as I said it. Um, I figured out my beige flag. It would be if they prefer Henry VII over Richard III, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, dear Christ. God help him. And speaking of God, I've had friends also have met like on Christian like oh, okay. uh, dating sites. So like specific ones for like religion and stuff like that. But yeah, I guess just kind of shop around really. I mean, just that's really, sh- really shit advice. Like do your own research. <laughs> no, but do, do, do your own research. Speak to friends. Yeah. Have a look on where like yeah. there'll be facebook groups about this that you know we, there's infinite amount of you know content and, and information out there go and find it i know that there is um some specific ones for plus size women the only one i yeah. went on to well, i think i did go on to two but one i just couldn't work out i think it's called woo plus and that didn't seem that bad because there were some like okay. genuinely like cool people on there because there is an added element of sometimes that kind of over sexualization of it yeah yeah but that is minute can i just say and if you are going to go onto these sites there are some you know that i've seen i'm a straight woman looking you know looking for dudes there are, have been some really nice dudes on there yeah i think you just need to be a little bit wary of like the fetishization mm. yes got it because yeah i think like there are bbw sites where it is purely for that yeah. it's purely for like sex and that you are fetishized but I think we also need to understand that people just do have a have preference for bigger women and just like people have a preference for smaller women exactly. or shorter men or taller men. It's fine. So I think, yeah, just need to be a bit careful. Like you can tell, like we've spoken about this before, you know, like people message and it's like, hey, BBW. Yeah, no. And, you know, there's like this sense of entitlement. Almost like you're going to be easy just because you're fat. And mm. I really hated that when I was dating. Hated it. So, yeah, just be a little bit careful, a little bit wary. But there's nothing wrong with someone finding, you know, saying that they're into plus size women. Mm. I think that's perfectly valid don't let that put you off just don't let it become all about that and, yeah. and all about sex and fetishizing your bigger body that's all i would say i totally agree and do you remember like when we first started the podcast i was and i think i can't i'm sure it was an episode we did with stephanie yaboa and i just said i hated when i saw guys profiles that said i love curvy women i was like i think that's like why they're saying it why do they need to say it and actually it's like because well, they like curvy women like they, they've yeah. stated a preference okay i'm not going to state on my thing i like broad shoulders but they've stated a preference or if they if their first message is something to do with that okay it's not ideal because again i wouldn't go straight to a dude and be like i really like your thighs but it's not all about that it doesn't have to be this over sexualization it is just sometimes a preference Mm. so find out if you like it or if you don't like it and either way is absolutely fine and i would also say i don't know if again this is still the same but i remember when i was on plenty of fish you had to put your like body type down and i remember there was one that said like a few extra pounds and there was another one that was like bbw or big Mm. and beautiful or something like that which i was like oh that is cringe yeah but i would just say like be honest because i think i put a few extra pounds when really i wasn't i was plus size Mm. i was you know a fat babe and that that's just facts because i think that adds more pressure to you when you go on a date because you'll be then thinking oh god what if i'm bigger than they think they are and also and we've spoken about this a million times but you that's why you need to be putting on at least one preferably two or three Mm 
full length photos of what you actually look like because then they know what they're getting and then you hopefully aren't going on this date with any nerves of fuck what if I'm catfishing them or what if I'm not you know what they expected yeah you're just going on with the normal you know first date nerves that everybody has yeah I couldn't agree more I think if you're dating right now what you look like is what you look like I think most of my dating app pictures are of the six that you can think I could have I think five are full length because I'm like, this is what I look like that's being truthful same as I put silly little quotes on or talking about whatever that's what I'm like and this is what I look like you have to be honest otherwise what's the point what are you doing yeah you're setting yourself up for a fail I think doing that aren't yeah you? potentially and there is nothing wrong with how you look is also what I'm trying to say so just own it and put just yourself honest, out there yeah 100 yeah, percent. and like obviously you're going to put your best photos forward but i would also say don't like don't just put your best photos forward put ones with you yeah. with minimal makeup or a bit of scruffy hair like what you look like every day because me and matt talk about this all the time like when you see girls that have got like loads of makeup on and like done up to the nines and stuff and they look amazing and we agree they look amazing but he's like guys don't necessarily always want that mm. like we actually prefer the more kind of like paired back look like you don't need to kind of trail it on obviously we wear what we want and we do make up for how we like it not for men but I'm just saying like I don't I don't know I feel like we think that men want that perfect and actually I don't know I don't think not all of them do it's a difficult one again because it's like it's the feminist in me screaming because it's like at no point in my life do I want to do anything for the adoration or the like eye of a man however when you yeah. are on these apps you are looking to attract men and they do think differently i don't know mate i might disagree with you i might say if you wear a lot of makeup and you love wearing it then do that but i think the, the important thing is maybe showing yourself in like different lights so maybe yeah like a bit of scrappy yeah. hair or doing certain things or one with a bit of a double chin if you've got a double chin and just owning it and all that kind of thing mm. is just showing the yeah. real you and and that kind of thing it's really hard honestly the feminist in me and i'm like fuck men fuck them all how dare like, i don't want to do anything for the gaze of a man but yet we have to make these profiles for the gaze of a man, it's so hard. It's so hard. Dating as a feminist, it's really... I think that's probably where I'm struggling. I won't lie. I won't lie. Mm. It's really awful because you kind of got to make yourself... Yeah, appease yourself to these men and make yourself attracted to them when... I know in my real life, I'm like, I am so fabulous. I know I am a catch. I know at some point in time, some dude's going to be super lucky to have me, but I also have to go and find that dude. <laughs> and tell yeah. them i'm fabulous why can't they just know it i want to say i don't envy you but i don't want to patronize and like be you know i keep remembering that episode with shaney silver mm. and like you'll find your person but i you know obviously i really really hope you do mm. it's, um, it's, a t it's a tricky one because again like i think the the instinct from people who aren't single is to be like oh i really hope you find them oh i really want that for you oh it'll happen when you find me and it may for me again i think as a star it's a very 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 independent and feminist woman it, it sort of sits there as like oh you're not complete until you find a guy you must find a guy it's that princess thing isn't it we've grown up with fairy tales you're not complete until mm. you find a find a man you know the messages that i've get that say oh i really hope you settle down soon why do i have to be in a relationship to be settled do you know that all just doesn't don't love it but i do understand and it's a weird one for people coming like people in relationship to be like of course you don't envy it because it is really difficult but also mm. this is a good opportunity to maybe talk about the good things about dating and specifically dating online i've had some fucking awesome dates i've met really good people has, i've had some great times <laughs> <laughs> um, i've had lots of fun and the way i see it 
And I, and I appreciate we are just talking about dating online, and but this does go across if you're just like meeting people in real life as well. Please tell me how that's done. I just see it as an opportunity to meet new people, find out about their lives, do things that you wouldn't be doing. Like if I was going to go on a date tomorrow night and go to a bar or go to do something in London, that's something new I would be doing because otherwise I'd be sat on the sofa. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm. like all about doing mm. new things and meeting new people. And I think that's really exciting. And even if it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I will also say like we hear so many horror stories and like I will obviously admit it was 10 years ago since I've dated online, but I also had a great time. Mm. I met some lovely people. I had no horror stories, one horrific day, which I won't even go into, but that was nothing to do with my weight. I really thought it was all going to be about my size. No one's going to fancy me. Mm. I really put myself down. I had a great time and it was really was mm. not all bad. And I think we build it up too much and we think we put ourselves down, I think, especially if we have got body insecurities or, or you know, insecurities with our skin or our nose or because we're hairy or there's always something with us, isn't there? Yeah. And actually... It doesn't matter. It doesn't. And let me tell you, like, one of the reasons that I maybe haven't dated for a little while or still there's always this nagging feeling in my head of, like, you can't date yet because you're still fat. And that sucks, but I'm just being very honest because also, let's be honest, as if dating wouldn't be easier if I was still a size 12, right? But Mm -hmm. I'm not. So this is where the difference is of moving, you know, to either, you know, body confidence or body neutrality is that I'm not and that's okay. But they're sometimes like, oh, my God, my big belly. Like, they're not going to like it. Let me tell you, that has never been an issue ever. No dude that I have, like, been on a date with or been intimate with since I've been single has ever mentioned it, had a problem with it. In fact, they've quite liked it or they've just it's not been an issue or even talked about. There is no evidence to support the fact that, like, guys won't like my tummy or my big arms or whatever because I'm more than that. Same as when I'm thinking about a guy, I'm not remembering, like, bigger belly or a hairy back or something like that I'm remembering how they made me laugh and how they made me feel and what they said to me and and all of that that's the important stuff so we need to get out of our heads about it it's so silly and yes I just wanted to say that because I understand the body confidence reasons for not wanting to date and being scared about it I totally get it and yes I understand that I come at that with an element of body privilege being a size 20 but I think as a whole like you said as an experience it's really quite fun most of it yeah it is and we should be going into it i think obviously being a bit cautious but yeah with the hope of having fun having a good time oh yeah and um, all right so i've got a different question for you i feel like i know what the answer is going to be but would you ever go on a blind date oh i think i would yeah i think i would yeah oh my nice. this is it i don't really have like a type if <laughs> i mean like my friends will be laughing because they're all gonna say my type is, is someone that's five foot eight and below and lol 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 because all the guys <laughs> i've been in relationships with have all been shorter but i don't have a physical preference i'm literally like if you're a nice person and you can make me laugh you will laugh me all the way into bed sir has happened will always happen like <laughs> if you can play a musical instrument fabulous but if not i'd go on a blind date mate if they've got good vibes nice would you have done no i don't think i would have done scary too scared yeah 100 percent. right okay so we're gonna move on so let's imagine that we have built up the confidence and we have set up our dating profiles or you're dating in real life blah 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 you have secured a date fabulous times uh lucky that person that will be dating you by the way let's talk about getting ready for a date now, first off, I am a firm believer that your first date is actually your 0.5 date and should either be going for a coffee, a very quick drink or going for a walk. And it should be like an hour unless you okay. absolutely hit it off. 
It should be mm-hmm. that. And you've told them already that you've got this plan. You're meeting at like, I don't know, seven and you've got a plan at nine kind of thing. Who has a plan at nine? Do you know what? Okay, maybe not. Um, I've got to be home. I got an early meeting in the morning and he's get up. But like that's your chance where you get to know them. And as humans, you can kind of decide if you like someone very quickly or not. And yes, okay, there might be differences with that. And it might take a little while for some people to grow on you. But the first date is very pressured anyway. Let's not put more pressure on it by going on a three course meal kind of day. And you've realized Dang. 10 minutes in that you've got no chat with this person. And then you have to sit there for mm-hmm. an hour and a half hating your life. A 0.5 date is 100% the way to go. Let's talk what we're wearing to the first date or the 0.5 date or even date one. Do you remember what you used to wear? Yeah, I think I would always go for like, <laughs> this is the time to <laughs> Wait, wait, let me guess. <laughs> Was it a floral midi dress and trainers no, with a denim jacket? No. <laughs> no. Sometimes or a trench coat. Oh. Um, no, I I did always wear pretty much, yeah, yeah. I wear like a little tea dress because I've always loved them and I exactly. felt comfortable in them. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Comfort is key. Don't wear something just because, you know, it might look nice. But if you're not comfortable, you're going to be pulling it down, pulling it up, twisting around, not being your proper self in it. Please don't wear it. Like... Felicity Hayward, we had her on the podcast season two. And didn't she say the best piece of advice that she said for anyone is comfort? Yeah. Just be comfortable. Just be comfortable. And I think there's... Wear flat shoes. Yeah, possibly. And there's things in your wardrobe that you know that you're comfortable in, but feel quite confident slash not sexy, but just like sassy in. I think that's my like the sweet spot. So if you're going on a 0.5 on a walk, you're not going to wear that outfit. But like my, Mm. I have like a standard outfit. (laughs) I did wear was this was like sort of 2022 that I did wear to all my first dates. It might be different now, but let's see. It was a black midi dress like one of those kind of square neck ones with mm-hmm. a slit up quite far up the leg to be honest but whatever still wore my chub rubs with white ankle boots and a leather jacket and I'd yes. usually have my hair like curly because I was like I feel fierce and I feel confident and I feel fabulous mm-hmm. and sassy and I'm still me and comfortable and confident in it 100%. Okay. And what about like first date activities? I feel like what all I ever saw was my ideal first date is a zoo. Oh, can I just say that that is mm, beige? Maybe beige. Yeah, I don't me. like a zoo. Hate a zoo. Do you hate a zoo? I hate zoos. I hate, I zoos. hate zoos. My dad was like, oh, do you want to take, I'm going to get the nieces, uh, his grandkids, uh, my nieces, uh, a trip to the zoo for Christmas. Will you come with me? Will you take them with me? I was like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. I was like, oh no, you'd love it. No, I would not. Oh, it's not. cruel. No, thank you. No, it's just a bit boring. It's cruel. And cruel. Anyway. Yeah. anyway. <laughs> so not a zoo, but where are we thinking then? Okay, so if we've moved on from a 0.5, because we talked about the 0.5, yeah. so a first yeah, date. Yeah, we've done the 0.5 coffee um, date, walk date. I still think a bar for a drink. And again, there's no obligation to have alcohol. I, you'd usually have a Diet Coke. For activities in general for dates. Do you know what people always say for like first dates? Things like, you know, like the ping pong thing and no i don't want to go bowling and put my feet in someone else's foot sweat and fingers in places that have no i'm a fat babe i am naturally going to get a bit more worn out quicker if you ever been to one of those ping pong places it's a workout right i don't want to be like so much your favorite color like i don't want that so no to that yeah i think um there's millions of things crazy golf 
Crazy Golf's cute. A nice meal. Let's be, let's just We be like going for nice meals. Maybe going to the beach and playing on the arcades is quite cute. A beach tastes nice. Beach tastes nice. And it doesn't cost a lot of money because that's the other thing I will say it's as brassy. well. Like, it puts a lot of people off. You could do like pottery making. I think that'd be really funny. Uh, you could go to a comedy gig. You can go to a show, a movie. There's a million things to do. I think any of the things that you're doing with your friends, you could do with a date. But again, I think for the first couple, keeping it quite simple, you are still getting to know this person. So just yeah. keep it quite simple and make sure that you've got the time to kind of get to know each other. And then if it is a bit awkward, because sometimes dates are awkward, if you've got a thing that you're doing that you can talk about as well, sometimes that breaks the ice. My icebreaker at uni was always, what's your favourite biscuit? And um, I remember... Oh my like, God! <laughs> it was Freshers Week, right? And it was the first night we all went to the... Um, student union bar or whatever oh, God, and we all sat down and no one was talking and i was like this is fucking awkward you have to say something to break the ice and i went so what's everyone's favorite biscuit and i'm oh! my she's now my, my best mate is lorna she literally said that she remembered literally sitting there and being like oh, oh my god who is this girl? is this what this uni is, is? <laughs> yeah I'm luckily she still talks to me but yeah so That's now really that, that it's always it's always they always say now like so oh, and if there's like a silence that I'm like, so what's everyone's favorite biscuit? <laughs> All right. So in terms of like conversations, other than not talking about what's your favorite biscuit, <laughs> I would say to if you can don't talk about your insecurities because mm. I personally think that that. I don't know. I just think some people aren't as nice as as, as we all are. Mm. And we'll not prey on it, but I just think that maybe leave that for a little bit because if you pick up on something, they're drawn to it. I just think fake it till you make it, baby. Be confident. Mm. You don't need to bring up the fact that you're bigger. They can see that you're bigger. You don't need to bring up the fact, for example, if you've got a bigger nose or, you know, acne prone skin or whatever, they'll probably just see it. And actually you not mentioning it, I think shows like an inner confidence. So that would be my advice. I completely agree. And I must say like two dudes I dated like a year ago or whatever, they were so, so good. Gosh, where are they now? But like, they were really impressed with the confidence and it was sort of like a, not, you know, not even as much as a turn on, but more just like, you're so confident you own who you are. Yeah. Like, I don't, I am bigger. I that don't is care. And it, it, it yeah. is. And, it, and it's like, mm. and not in an arrogant way. It's just, well, this is who I am and I know who I am kind of thing. Other than that. And I don't, don't think there are any off limit topics. I think you'll know the vibe when you get there, but I, I do agree with you. Not, focusing on your insecurities and not giving them the power of knowing what that is yet because they don't need to know that and they're probably not yeah. gonna care also have another tip just before you're going on a date um and that is the power of music i have got a playlist i call it walking to a first date and it is just full of like girl power motivational music whoop whoop fun times i'm so great aren't i and then by the time you get to the date you're like oh hi i'm so great <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And what do we do if we are not enjoying a date? Been there, bloody awkward, hate it. it yeah, it's happened to us all. I want to kind of end on in a minute talking about safety. But if you're just not enjoying it, I think it will naturally hopefully come to quite a nice end. That's happened in my experience. It just sort of like the conversation wraps up and it's like, should we get the bill? Should we go? That kind of thing. At the end of the night, if they want to kiss you, go for a hug or go for nothing. If you don't want to kiss them, do not kiss them. And if they want another date and you don't say, oh, you know, it was so nice to meet you and find out about you, but the spark really wasn't there for me. I don't really feel romantically about you. Something along those lines. Good luck in all your endeavors sort of thing. Yeah. But just get yourself out of the situation or find an excuse to leave. 
being nice to the, about their feelings to an extent, but also just knowing that it's a dating game. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. saying you've got to go. Would you agree? I do agree, yeah. Oh, I used to have a code word with some of my close friends, mainly my mum, and I would text Marshmallow. <laughs> I only had to use it once, and she was like, it was really bad. It sounds like an actually really bad porn film. My plumbing's broken. <laughs> <laughs> like, Can you come and help? And they'd be like, oh, no, that's so bad. Oh, you, no. you, you need to be calm right, right, right now. now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> been there but okay yeah but yeah i do think you need a code word for awkward situations and i also think you need a code word for dangerous situations yes so let's talk about this just before we end so the safety of it number one more important than anything else we've talked about is making sure that you are safe 100%. and this is not to scaremonger that i am being realistic and i say this with my friends yeah. all the time you know about being scared about what could happen um i'm just being realistic so mm. if you're going on a date Tell people where you are going. I've got a WhatsApp group with two of my best friends and they know where I'm going, who I'm going with. They've got a screenshot of his face. They know his name. They know everything that I know. Mm. I've also got Find My Friends on so they can literally see where I'm going and see where I am and tell them when you're there and when you're leaving and all of that kind of thing. If you feel unsafe, if you're in a place where you're in like a bar or a restaurant, speak to a member of staff. There are systems and processes in place and you can say words and things like that, that they can uh, get rid of that person for you or they can call you a cab or something like that. Just leave. Block them afterwards. And if you're in an unsafe situation, uh, your safety comes first. If it's obviously a really bad situation, please call 999. Again, this is I'm not trying to scaremonger. It's just like we can't talk about dating and talking about women dating men and not talk about it. It's really important to me that we talk about safety. Mm. Um, mm. I just wanted to mention that. Another really important thing is if you're starting to date somebody, do not tell them where you live. Don't have them pick them up at your house. Don't tell them where you live. Don't tell them your street. Barely tell them the area that you live in, right? Keep yourself safe at all times. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And just remember, like it is supposed to be fun and it can be fun. We actually uh, had a message from one of our listeners who messaged us a few months ago, actually, to say that she'd just broken up from a nine year relationship. You might remember mm. us talking about her. Well, she sent us an update, Lauren, and uh, are you ready for it? I'm ready. She says, just an update, dot, dot, dot. I'm dating. <laughs> she said, I'm navigating first kisses, sex, and it's so wild, but so much fun. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to just have fun. So to all my girls ready to date out there, exciting times are coming. Oh, Literally. my goodness. That <laughs> <laughs> that's also giving me like little butterflies in my tummy because if you oh, remember like the good. good things, it's so much fun. And also mm. one thing, we haven't really spoken about sex uh, in this episode, but one of the quite good things about it is if you're dating a lot, you can get quite experimental and that's quite fun as well. And like first kisses and all of that. And it's really just a chance to explore who you are. I think that's a really important part. But dating can be and is on the most part so fun. I'm actually quite buzzing. Good. I'm really glad to hear that. Really? Thank you so much for listening uh, to today's episode, guys. As always, if you want more of us, you can give us a follow over on Instagram at GoLoveYourselfPod or get in touch on email, GoLoveYourself at CrowdNetwork.co.uk. And we have a fabulous community group over on Facebook. So you can just search Go Love Yourself Community. We also release extra episodes of the podcast every week over on GLY+. You can become a subscriber for just £1 a week. And that's where we share the real juicy Ooh. secrets. Or you can listen to Go Love Yourself ad-free on Amazon Music. Thank you so much for listening. I've loved this and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Crowd Network, a place 
where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.